Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Mean to pony. Rudolph's brief burst of production was out of line with his prior career performance, and he is likely to re-sign with the Steelers. Well, that's because the Steelers have expressed their interest in bringing him back. That's where I think Barnwell gets that from, and he's pointing out the Steelers want him, and there's not going to be a lot of competition for his services from the sounds of things. So why wouldn't he end up in back in Pittsburgh? He knows that there's a chance he'll play, he knows that he's got support within the locker room and from some in the front office. Mm-hmm. So, look, would he prefer like a fresh start and a change of scenery and everything else? Sure. But it doesn't sound like the grass is going to be greener and they're going to make it worth his while just based on some of the reporting that's out there and some of the intel that ESPN has. I buy It's m- going to be another kind of like dry mark. I mean, the names that they have ahead of him – as far as they think Ryan Tannehill is going to get more money in free agency. They think that he's going to command more value or interest. Carson Wentz, who sat out as a free agent until like December. Sam Darnold. I mean, these like I think these are wh- not like this is not a venerable who's who hmm. of NFL quarterbacks here, Chris. I think one of the things working against none of them got their teams to their playoffs at the end of the year. One of the things that's working against Rudolph and probably a major reason why. Bill Barnwell, smart guy, isn't projecting him to get more is they lost the Bills playoff game. I really believe even if they go out in the next round after that game. But he didn't even play that bad in that game, No, I know. But if he somehow goes in there and upsets Josh Allen, I honestly think that you could probably triple that number bare minimum. Like he would be seen in a totally different light if he had gone in there and won that game. I mean, it's not just an ESPN thing. The NFL's website released their their, uh, free agent rankings. They they pulled all of their analysts and former front office people and whatnot, and they ranked the free agents. First of all, there's not a single Steeler in the top 100 free agents. Surprising? Well, it is. It's, it's a little bit surprising with, with Rudolph because obviously you've got Cousins. They rank him second. Quarterbacks, just like with the draft, any available free agent quarterback is going to be like, viewed in a premium way. Okay, so they think Cousins is the second best player behind Chris Jones, given the fact that he's usually went healthy, uh, slam dunk to throw 30 touchdown passes, right? Yep. Listen to these other guys, though. This is now, they're talking to their people. Jacoby Brissett, 30th. They've got Jacoby Brissett ahead of Baker Mayfield. I think that's wrong. <laughs> I think that's extremely wrong. Unless, the, 
is part of that. What were they watching last Pony, year? Is part of that based? Brissett on, barely played. Is part of that based on how likely they think the player actually is to be a free agent? Because Mayfield, no, probably gets something done with the Bucks. Everyone assumes, I think, at this point. So it's, uh, if it's just strict, Justin Matabuke is about to be tagged by the Ravens, they still have him. Way they up have him high. seventh. Yeah. Then I don't know how in any sane world. You could have looked at Baker last year. You could know what Brissett is, and you could rank him ahead there. I think that's who who did the list. Their whole staff. Did yeah. They, anyone put their names on it? Their whole staff. I just I don't get that. Am I missing something? It's here? a collective. No, I. Baker Mayfield was one of the what top like twelve to thirteen quarterbacks in the league last year. Is that about right? I'd say he was. Yeah, he was above average. I'm not convinced that. Jacoby Brissett is better than Mason Rudolph. After watching Rudolph actually play really well for three games, neither am I. They've got Kevin Dotson here in the 50s, ex-Steeler. Let me see where the rest of the Wait, wait, wait. You are. said Brissett was 30? 30th. Uh, I'd have Kevin Dotson way ahead of Jacoby Brissett. So would I. Most pe- people seem to think Kevin Dotson's going to be damn near a $20 million a year player. Yep. I don't care that he's an interior offensive lineman. If the guy looks like he's one of about the eight best right guards in the NFL, he's a pretty good player. Tannehill, 72. Tannehill ahead of uh, Rudolph, even though Tannehill last year was seven touchdowns to – no, four touchdowns to seven picks. Man, I think Ryan Ryan Tannehill might be a true, like, case of a guy who's pretty much at the end of the line physically. Yep. Let me see here. I'm just thumbing through the back end. It's a weird list, and usually – Jameis Winston, 94. Gardner Minshew, 97. Did Jacoby Brissett pay people a certain way to do this? Tyrod Taylor, uh, 98. Where was Brissett again? I can't get past this, man. 30th. Yep. He had to have paid these people off. I mean, he played pretty well in Cleveland before Deshaun Watson uh, came in. No, I realize that, but like... And he didn't do... uh, Garbage time, that's it in Washington this year, where he came in and threw touchdowns, but it was against prevent defenses. I mean, if people are going to get on Mason Rudolph for the caliber of... Defense he played like I'm stupefied stupefied here by this. Brissett was just a second half of games they were trailing big. I don't care, Pony. Performer. I don't care if like you know there's always a possibility Jameis Winston in any given game could throw five picks. If you told me right now my life is on the line, I don't know anything else about the the team that is playing with my life in their hands. I want Jameis Winston instead of Jacoby Brissett. It's not close. I just think it's a consensus right now that there's not a lot of interest in Mason Rudolph. And that it, because there's not a lot, the Steelers will be more than happy to make that con- marriage and convenience happen again. I'll tell you what, you said you uh, earlier in the show, people could go back and listen on the podcast page uh, to this later today. Um, you said that Russell Wilson, one of the reasons you'd be interested in him being here, you're warming up to the thought of it, even if you don't think it's, it's going to happen, is because it would be very interesting. They'd become a more interesting team. Outside of absent, like a, a guy not from this organization coming in to play quarterback, I will say Rudolph being brought back in is the next most interesting option here compared to like Fields or Wilson being the obvious one and two. Because it won't take long if he looks like he's picking up where he left off for there to be loud calls for him to be the man. It will not take long at all if he's back on this Well, it roster. stirs up controversy, but as far as – Interest in what what the Steelers could be or what they could become this year, I would not have a lot of um, no not enthusiasm in, not for in that. that way. You you would be banking on either Kenny somehow figuring it out or Mason Rudolph showing for a whole season what he only showed for three games. But man, you want to talk about juicy subplots? 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fan Hotline is presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. Thinking about how I would feel if this ESPN projection for Mason Rudolph's contract happened, they are projecting Rudolph will make, in free agency, less than $2 million per season. If I found out that the Steelers re-upped Rudolph for two years, $3 million total, how would I feel about that? Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero, and I would think they're getting a bargain and they're getting a good deal on a guy based on how last season ended. Mm-hmm. But I would feel like okay, we're right back to square one. We're in the same situation with the same two guys we were in at the end of the year, and the only difference is we're asking Arthur Smith to pretty much turn water into wine with either one of these well, guys. And you're also, and you would also then be saying. Um the guy who actually did play the best is still starting number two on the depth chart. The guy who did give like a glimmer of hope, whether you believe that it's a long-term feasible thing or not, is not going to be the starting quarterback week one. It would be kind of, it would be bleak from that perspective, man. How could it not be? I think that's one of the primary appeals. But man, would Pickett have, unlike, say, Tannehill, if Rudolph's back? Oh, he'd be breathing down his neck. Yep. Uh, it would be, I would say that one of the major... Things that's He'd be appealing pulling about. those hairs off his ass. He'd be so close. Really? You ever hear that expression before? No. You know, you hear like if somebody's close or covering somebody a high closely. High school baseball coach used on to On him say like that. white on rice, that kind of thing. He'd be tearing like the hairs off his ass. flies on poop. I've never heard tearing hairs off his ass. <laughs> uh, Donnie, did your coach use that one? Oh, he's on the phone. Oh. Probably with another guy like Chris in California. Um, no, I think a lot of the appeal of having a guy like Wilson or Fields come in is not just like in Fields' case. Yeah, I think this guy really, if he hits his ceiling, could be great. I just think a lot of Steelers fans are ready for something different than what they've well, seen. Let's see if our listeners agree. Here is uh, John on the fan. Hello, John. Hey, guys. Hey, man. So, <clears throat> so at $1.5 million, man, that, that seems like highway robbery to me. I don't think that Rudolph signs that deal unless that's like a last-minute deal. Uh, I feel like he made more than that last year, didn't he? No. No. He made less. He made, made less. that minimum. He made what Russell Wilson is reportedly going to take because of all the money the Broncos are paying him, John. Uh, I think I still take – I think I take Rudolph over Russell Wilson. I uh, 
pregnant. Even at essentially the same price? Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I just don't have much faith in Russell Wilson. Well, how much faith do you have in Mason Rudolph? I just think that Mason Rudolph at this point in his career is better than Russell Wilson is in this, at this point in his career. Okay, John. Well, one guy threw 26 touchdown passes last year. You know who, who threw more interceptions, though? Russ, or Russ, because Mason didn't throw any pony in the regular season. Mason hasn't beat on passer rating, though, last year. A solid 118 in the three games he played. Oh, if if um, I think he had the highest passer rating in the NFL last season. Yeah, if you don't go by rates, uh, rate qualifiers, he What did. was his passer rating in the playoff game? Uh, it was not... Look that up for me. Not awesome. Yeah, I have it right here. Uh, His passer ring was at an even 80. Here is Gil. Oh, wait. No, Jill? Or is it Gil? Donnie wrote Gil like Jill, and if I I wasn't sure if that meant I should just pronounce it as Jill. Jill. Jill? Yeah. Jill. Okay. Uh Hi, Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. I'm offered him three-year, $10 million because the team wants him. I think he'd be great coming back in, too. And then I'm finding me a rookie in the draft. I do not want to bring anybody else in. So you're saying you'd offer Rudolph three years, $10 million, draft a rookie, and that's your quarterback room for at least the next year, And who's correct? the starter from that group, Jill? More than likely Rudolph. Hmm. Thank you. Um, I would probably surmise that if Mason really thought he was being brought back and he had a real chance to be the starter, he would want more than $3.3 million a year. I th- I just think they can play hardball with them if you believe well, if what ESPN right. is projecting that there's just not going to be a lot of demand for Rudolph. It's just are we too close to the three games that he had, and everybody think, else on the outside is looking at it very differently? I think it's a small sample size thing. But what I but what what I will say is teams have been stupid about small sample sizes with quarterbacks for a very long time. Matt Flynn. Where they've looked at Matt Flynn or Rob Johnson or Scott Mitchell or guys like that and been like, ooh, let Matt Hasselbeck, let's just get him here and we'll give him a real opportunity and a chance to play and he will thrive with us. Jimmy Garoppolo, when he got traded from New England, another one of those guys, did just enough in like the two or three games before he got injured in New England for San Francisco to trade for him. But the problem is, is that Rudolph has been around for a while. You know, like, not to say that he's old. But people think that there's already a pretty much a book on him and that that's more yeah. likely to be an aberrant three-game stretch than a, sh- a sign that he's broken Yeah, out. I just don't think that, I think that these front offices are so proud and think they're always right. And they had a chance to all sign Mason Rudolph last year and none of them thought he was worth it. And is three games plus the playoff game going to be enough to change their mind? Well, there's also it the, sure sound sure sounds like it isn't based on the way that he's getting ranked and uh, projected by the people that are close to this. There's still that one other part of it with Mason too uh, about bringing him back here means you think he actually can fit in Arthur Smith's offense and he is not a mobile guy. No, he is not. Casey is next. Hello, Casey. Hello, guys. How are you? We're great, thanks. Um, first. My answer to your question is yes. You sign him for a million and a half. Okay. Um, how many ever years you want to do it? Um, I think that uh, I think he showed a lot when he uh, when he played those three four games last year. It was the best quarterback play by the Steelers in gosh a while. Um, 
But here's another question for you guys. What would you think about getting rid of Deontay Johnson? For what? What are you asking for in return for Deontay Johnson? I don't, want any, I don't want anything in return. I want to get rid of him. I think he's one of the reasons why the quarterback play looks poor in many situations. So I just want to stress here, you want to cut Deontay Johnson. I want to get rid of him. Well, I think it sounds a, like, I think what do you mean, a, get rid of him? I mean, Other than cut him or trade him, what else is there? Are you going to have him whacked like, like this is a, a mob movie here? What are we talking about, Casey? Well, I, I think that he's – I think he's a terrible route runner. Uh, and I think that that's the reason How why – How is he terrible at it when probably the single first thing that you hear people say about him, analysts outside of Pittsburgh, inside of Pittsburgh, is hardly anyone in the league gets open faster than Deontay Johnson? Well – you know, in many situations, he might be running the, the, a different route than what has been called, uh, you know, in the Based in the on huddle. what? What are you basing this on? So he goes rogue uh, most plays? I'm, I, yeah. Well, not most plays, but in, in some situations, yes. How many, times, how many times did Ben Roethlisberger throw the football to him uh, and it was it was like there was nobody within 30 yards. Casey, I actually think, no, no disrespect, but I think that's a bad argument because Ben kept throwing the ball to him, and every time he's talked about him, he's said nice things about him. I mean, I'm, I'm, oh, he's, he's fast. I mean, there's no he doubt He got targeted 169 times in Ben's last season and had 1,100 yards and eight touchdowns, man. He caught 107 I, I just, uh, passes. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, so he had a good season with Ben. I think that... You know, I, I think Isn't that it in more likely that the problem was Kenny Pickett and not Deontay Johnson? Or or that Deontay Johnson decided, you know, I don't like this guy and uh, I'm going to run a different route, uh, you know, and see if I can get open on my own because, you know, maybe a, a, a defender is, uh, is... I got you, Casey. Thank you. I mean, look, I think at one point Deontay Johnson wanted Kenny Pickett to play over Mitch Trubisky to the point where it turned into an argument that got Trubisky benched. So I don't think he's had it in or had it out for Kenny Pickett the entire time. I want them to trade him too, just not for the reasons he that you stated. Want him, he doesn't want him traded. He wants him, I think, cut. Yes, he wants he he wants him tarred and feathered. I don't wants, even know if he it wants goes an that event, far. He wants an event in Market Square where he's where what we was, all throw tomatoes at him. What was that thing where they would torture people in medieval times? It was the uh, the Iron Maiden where you it had spikes on the one side and it was the shape of a person. He wants him executed, I think, in public. Get rid of him. Does he want him sent to Siberia? When someone got tarred and feathered, did they die because the tar was so hot that was like put on them? I, I thought so. I thought tarring and feathering, or it was a prelude to being. Then you were drawn and quartered after a tar and feathering, and that definitely killed you. Yeah. Man, can you imagine that? Don't you think if you were in that position, you knew that was going to happen? You you just rush one of those people so they'd have to kill you in like a, you know, a heat of the moment situation. Rather than go through the agony yes. of the, yeah, I agree. Don't want the long, I'm pain, not doing slow, that. painful death. No, want to want to go out, go out on my shield there. Go out throwing deep balls. I think it's a great idea to trade Deontay Johnson, but I just wouldn't go about doing it the way that uh, Casey. I, I'm sorry, out. I I can't endorse anything he said in that call because I don't know what he actually wanted. That means it's time for Donnie's segment. It's called the Donnie Football Debrief. The Debrief, February 27, 2024. Uh, should we start to fire up the Jonu Smith rumors? He's been released by the Falcons. 
this guy has played under Arthur Smith for like 80% of his career as an offensive coach. Bringing another tight end, baby. I'm now 50 catches last year, about almost 600 yards, three touchdowns. What are all these emojis that you used when you retweeted this, Donnie? There's like the purple devil one. Yeah, so if you can send some sarcasm in there, it's because I've, I've noticed something about, about Saluting fans face, on Twitter. Face with look of triumph. <laughs> I think I like the uh, pinched sn- fingers, snorting, the angry snorting face. one's always good. The snorting angry one is Flexed always biceps. done in. Yeah, snorting snorting face is the best because it's like when a guy, a running back, rips off like a tough guy run, an angry run. It's and then like the caption will be Najee Harris is him from at Black and Gold Lover who also play paid for a blue check mark, and then they'll do the snorting face. And you you had an observation about Steelers fans on Twitter? Yeah, so it's either. You want every single guy who is potentially available or they won't sign anybody who's available and all those guys are worse than the players we already have. Like, they all suck. It's like one or the other. It's like rare to find, like, middle ground on it. Like, immediately it was, which, if you couldn't, like, sense the sarcasm from that, I mean, well, we we know the intelligence level of half of Twitter. I mean, not that I'm some genius, but, like, immediately, (laughs) why would they sign him? They already have Mount Washington. (laughs) You got to laugh out of the guy that doesn't think Shane Gillis is funny. No, I got, speaking of Twitter, I got destroyed for that take. Well, that should be a familiar place for you to be. That shouldn't bother you, though. If anybody would be unfazed for, you know, getting destroyed on Twitter, I'd think it would be you. Just a matter of personal preference. I... Loves Arby's, not into Shane Gillis. I brought up the fact that I like comedians Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy. I so loved, you like two guys? No, I, I'm just guys that I really liked. Like, I went out and actually bought their stand-up comedy CDs or... How about George Carlin? Another big fan of him. Richard Pryor? A little bit before my time from what I've seen. I thought he was good, but not like Rodney seeking Dangerfield. out his stuff. I mean, Rod- Love Dangerfield. Dangerfield's an all-timer. Love Don Rickles. Yeah, you really do love Don Rickles. Are you? Do you watch those roasts where like Jeff Ross starts the roast? No, not a lot of them. Man, Jeffrey but, Ross at the roast was but something I else. Jeff Ross is just roast guy. I can like, go down to Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield YouTube well, that, clip. The Rodney Dangerfield hole. jokes are really fun because you don't have to think too hard about him. He's like he's just he's self-deprecating like, oh, his sex life and his marriage basically yeah. in every joke he makes. And I mean, I'm fine with that. Jokes I can like to all oh that. yeah, we were poor. If I wouldn't been born a boy, I'd have had nothing to play with. All right, okay. And then he adjusts his tie. And he's always <laughs> sweating his ass off. It's just a great bit. I think I think Dangerfield's very high up there. Wait, you knew that when he acted in Caddyshack, he didn't understand how to act, and he thought he he thought everyone was supposed to laugh. Yeah, at nobody all of was his laughing. Lines. It really threw uh-huh. him. And off. the director had to actually say to him, like, Rodney, we're all playing characters here. When you say this stuff, no one's gonna laugh because you too are a character in the movie. Is it a consensus that Gillis is funnier than I don't know Bill Burr? Whoa, don't I think say Bill that around, Burr's pretty funny. Don't say that around our boss Craig Riley. He will. I he like will Bill be, Burr. I think Bill Burr is funnier than Gillis. Bill Burr's been doing it long. Gillis is like the flavor of the moment. The male and female comedians of the moment, Gillis and Taylor Tomlinson. I have no idea who that is. You know who she is, Donnie? I know the name. She's going to take over stuff. like on like the Late Late Show or something on like one of the major networks. She's going to do like the 12.30 to 1.30 show or what whatever. What happened to that portly British guy? 
Um, Who used to James do the karaoke Corden. in his car? Oh, very annoying. Couldn't stand him. And I've heard a huge British guy. I've heard a humongous <laughs> app description. You know who I'm talking about when I Humongous say it? phony. Like not you know played like the Bigger I'm a than really, Russell Wilson phony. Um, no, uh, makes Russell Wilson look like a saint. Uh oh. Apparently, like cut the nice guy profile and was just a pain in the ass. So kind of like Ellen. I was just going to ask you that. Bigger than right Ellen. Right in the Ellen and Rachel Ray phony Hall of Fame. Pony, speaking of Bill Burr, did, I think I've told you before, are you aware that he was in Breaking Bad? I am, yeah. He was one of Saul's henchmen with our guy, Huel. Who lost a lot of weight for uh, Better Call Saul. Yes, he did. He was just a witness at uh, Kim Wexler and... Saul Goodman's wedding in the episode I watched. All right, I'm going to go get ago. some, you know, no, that's take it. a leak here real that's quick, it. guys, if you're going to do this. Uh, Legerius Sneed, to pick up on what Donnie said about how Steelers fans fight with each other over when guys become available, should the Steelers pick them up or not. The Chiefs said at the Combine that they are going to franchise tag him, but at the same time, they are going to allow teams to talk to him and his agent and if they can't find a long-term deal with Snead, they are going to give him permission to uh, do a sign-and-trade deal. Does he tickle your fancy? No. I. You know, the main reason why is I know you're paying at that point for a proven commodity, but just how much big money are you going to put on one side of the ball here? I just I would rather if, like, Quinion Mitchell is— Even with the big uh, salary cap bump. Yes. Yeah. I just—come on. At some point, just— Spend some of the money commensurate, like on the offense. Well, side if of the I ball. told you then that the Steelers had enough money to sign a player in free agency to a twenty million dollar or more deal, who would you want it to be? I think we we could play this game a lot. I think I would still say if it's going to be a massive, huge money deal, probably Chris Jones. But that's on the defensive side of the ball, Chris. That just went against. Yeah, I know. <laughs> or T. Higgins, who obviously. Who just got franchise yeah, tag, tagged, so that's also no longer a possibility. Uh, why am I blanking? Is Tyron Smith a uh, He is, but he's 33. Agent? Yeah, but on a short-term deal, I'd probably do that. The thing of it is, like... You... Okay, so he'd play right tackle and Broderick would play left, or how would you do that I would, situation? Yeah, I would flip-flop him. Be like whenever Flo's out of the hotel came in here. I, even... I think Smith's better than what Adams was, was at the end of his career, yeah, but I hear sure you. Yeah, was. I was just thinking of other good tackle that played for the Cowboys. Donnie, I, how would you answer that question? Run it back for me. If I told you you were gonna, the Steelers were going to sign a big-name free agent to a deal that was more than $20 million annually, who would you want it to be? And you can answer Kirk Cousins if you want. I'm not going to kill you for that. Well, I mean, that's, that's about, $50 million yeah, that's a year. Yeah, about double what you just threw out there. See, I mean, I I would say to I, I know that Chris and I both are always like in sync on this. Like, there's already too much money on the defense, but then we want to answer with defensive players. Like, because well, like, Chris Jones, I think, is a game record. That's the only reason I said it because that's just where my brain jumps. I would I would also venture for a corner. Like, are we assuming that it would that like Snead and Jalen Johnson are on the table? Or are you going to say no to those? No, I, uh, I, just, definitely I just told is on you the table Sneed because is, he, you could they might do the deal you that way. You could do way, a sign yeah. trade. Yeah, like I would say one of those two guys. Like get a like another already established corner. Because I, I have a little bit of the fear still, but a lot of people saw what Joey Porter Jr. did last year, and now like that fear that we had 
365 days ago of the Steelers drafting an early corner and developing him is just gone. It's like, well, it worked for PZ Jr. Now it's going to work for everybody. I'm going to give you one. Mike Evans. Still really good. I didn't say it had to be like a five or six year deal. One I could year? sign him two years, 40 million, something like that. Yeah, I mean, he's a Hall of Fame player. A thousand yards every season, right? Every single year. I actually, yes, his uh, only even flirtation with it was in back-to-back years. He cleared it by six yards and by 35 yards. What were his numbers last year? Oh, just a casual 79 catches for 1,255 yards and a league-leading 13 touchdowns. He's a touchdown maker, man. 94 of them. He's going to have well over 100. Dude, the guy is only going to be 31 next year. I know. Pretty absurd red zone target, too. That's why I take him. Uh, he's going to end up being one of those guys who, if he ends up playing till he's like 36 and stays pretty healthy, he's going to have some just disgusting career numbers. He could almost be like a like a Fitzgerald of the generation. He is also very rare here that you say this about a guy with this resume. He is absolutely underrated. Like, you never hear him get brought up as a generational level like wide because receiver. Because he's never been the best at his position. He's never had an AB a- peak. He's never been in the same breath as like a Calvin Johnson or um, uh, Julio Jones, somebody like that. I mean, but you can just well. Here's the other thing: he's he doesn't been consistently very good. You know, he doesn't catch like a that? ton of passes compared to those guys. He's like he's a, a big, big play guy. But you know who else is like that? Keenan Allen, unbelievably consistent, puts up numbers every year, but never, I think, he's one really of good the for two the or three or four team. best receivers in the league. I would take Keenan Allen over. Or I would take Mike Evans over Keenan Allen, though. Well, because he makes the touchdowns. Said like he makes the donuts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.